0: Welcome back friend. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to find our place in 1st Samuel chapter 17 today. We've spent the last 6 days of the program focusing on 1st Samuel 16 or thereabouts and we're going to jump into after a short recap the account of David slaying a giant. You know his name, right? Goliath. How did that happen? How was he able, of course, by God's power, to make such a massive impact? Well, I believe part of the secret is due to the fact that David was willing to think big. And today, I'm going to ask you to take some practical steps to confront the think big, Big situations in your life. Yesterday, we talked about the think big preparation times that we have in our lives. Oftentimes, we're not a big fan of those preparation circumstances of life because they feel a little menial. They feel meaningless almost, but all the while, God, when we think we're on the backside of the desert just watching a bunch of sheep for no reason, God is doing a great work in our life. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about those think big situations when Christians need to stand up, need to think big, need to... Act big for the glory of God. So, find your Bible. 1 Samuel 17. Before we dive into that, I'd like to tell you about a gospel tract. I hope you use gospel tracts in your daily walk. I have one with me in the studio room right now, actually. It's called, I Have Plenty of Time. Now, that may seem, to those of you that know your Bible, know the scriptures, That may seem like something of a foolish statement, because we know that God's word says that life is but a vapor, peereth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. Well, there was a young lady, we'll call her Mary, she was 19 years old, and she said that phrase, I have plenty of time. Well, what she said was, in response to an invitation to accept Christ, to come to know the Lord, she said, I don't have time for that now, besides, there'll be plenty of time for that later. Now, Mary was only 19 years old. Within 24 hours, Mary slipped off into eternity before she could again be confronted with the life-giving gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you, friend, none of us have time. You may say, hold on, my life expectancy, I should live for another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You and I, we have no guarantee. Now, in future, on the broadcast, we will cover this gospel tract in more depth. But I'm going to ask you today, if you think you have plenty of time, would you take time to think about the foolishness of that statement in accordance with the Bible? Let me read you one verse of scripture before we jump into the Bible study in just a moment. James chapter 4 and verse number 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? Now, I just quoted this moments ago. It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Let me ask you, friend, if you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, Literally, just moments ago before we started this radio broadcast, I was texting with a gentleman that doesn't quite know. His soul is unsettled. He doesn't have peace. And I was texting back and forth with him. He texted me at my phone number. I'll give you that in just a moment. But he wants peace. He said, I can't seem to feel that I have condemnation on my soul was a phrase he almost used. Let me ask you, friend. Would you text me? Would you get in touch with me? If you realize right now that you don't have plenty of time and you'd like to know how to know the Christ of all eternity, the Lord and master of the world, his name is Jesus Christ. And I'd love to introduce him to you. You can text me at 309-316-7240. 309 316 Zero. Now, let's jump into First Samuel chapter 17. While you find your way there, let me encourage you to join us for our open house, November 13th. That's a Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. If you show up a few minutes early or you stay a few minutes late, we won't throw you out. I promise. Saturday, November 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time, there will be free food. There will be fellowship, the opportunity, the fun of meeting the team at Bible Tracks Incorporated. I am so excited about it. We're going to have a great time. My personal prayer, and right now, the way things are trending. Now, we had over 100 people at our last open house. And you got to realize, especially last year with just the unknowns and things like that. Now, we're doing things very safe and all of those types of things. But last year, I was very pleased with 100. My personal prayer this year is that we surpass by a long shot 200 people, and I'd like you to come. Now, we do them in small groups, and we distance them out, and all those different types of things. So we'd love to see you. The address is 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois. 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois. 60460. And if you'd like more information, send me an email at openhouse at BibleTracksInc.org, open house at BibleTracksInc.org, or I'll give you that text number one more time. You can just text me for information. It's 309-316-7240. Now, First Samuel chapter number 17, have you found your place there? We talked about think big preparation yesterday. We're going to talk about think big situations today. David, that young man that we see in 1 Samuel 17 He was facing an enemy. And friend, you and I are facing an enemy. You realize this? If we didn't face a foe that desired our complete destruction, we wouldn't really need to think big. Think about this for a moment. If we did not face off. Across the span of eternity, good versus evil, if we were not looking down the gun barrel of an entity, of a person, Satan, the devil, one who wants nothing more than to ruin your life, then yes, we probably wouldn't need to think big, would we? If David wasn't facing off against Goliath, then yeah, he probably would not have needed to think big, but friend, he faced a giant and today you and I face... Not only the giant of an evil one, but we just face life, don't we? We face all the time, think big situations. I want you to stop thinking of all the cons, all the negatives about thinking big. I want you to think about all the reasons that we should think big. Realize this, the situation that you are in, just like the situation that David was in, we're going to talk about in just a moment, but realize the situation you're in right now is perfectly set up for God to do a great work. It's set up for his glory. He wants nothing more than to be a part of your life and do a phenomenal work on your behalf. He's already ready. He's already there. Let's just start thinking big, all right? 1 Samuel chapter number 17, verse number one says this. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle, and were gathered together at Shocha, which belonged to Judah, and pitched between Shocha and Azekah in the Aphm's Damim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah, And set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side. And Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath whose height was six cubits and a span, and he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of brass, and he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a target of brass between his shoulders, and the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron, and one bearing a shield went before him. Now, I understand that these units of measurement and all these thing, cubits and a span and the shekels of iron, shekels of brass and all these different types of things, they may be foreign to your ears. Can I just say this? This dude was big. This dude was Heavily armored. In his time, he might as well have been a tank out there for as impervious as he looked. He was probably, depending on how long a cubit was, he was probably about nine and a half feet tall. You ever seen a very tall basketball player, someone plays in the NBA, you ever seen them stand beside a normal size, an average size human being and how small they look, that normal human being looks almost like a child? Well, imagine the tallest person you can think of and realize that They would be about two feet shorter, probably, than this Goliath guy. And he was a man of war. He was not a string bean. He was not like a telephone pole. He was built like a rhino. This guy was huge. And I'm pretty sure he did not have a nice little smile on his face. He probably had a permanent scowl. He looked like he was ready to kill somebody. And he was. And I want you to think about this. Think about, imagine like a boxing match or, or an MMA fight when you have the announcer give all the statistics about a person. Out on this side, in the red corner, in the blue corner, we have Goliath fighting out of gath. And he gives his height and his weight and he gives his record. Where Goliath, uh, you can imagine, he was undefeated. This guy meant business. Can not tell you? God means business too. It was a think big situation. So what did David do? Did he complain away the situation like the rest of the men of Israel? Everyone else was cowering. They were on their side of the mountain, on the other side of the Valley of Elah. Goliath came out day after day and gave his proclamation, his pronouncement, and said, you send out your best guy. We'll go mano y mano. Whoever wins, they will de facto win a victory for their entire side all at once. And no one was brave enough. They had Jehovah God on their side and no one could be bothered to say, you know what? I'm going to take this blasphemous dude down. Let me ask you, friend, are you facing a think big situation in your life? Let me encourage you, handle it the way David did. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow and later this week. Think big. We need it. God's people need to think big. Join us Saturday, November 13th, Open House, Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes